So Phil, I had like an interesting realization tonight while we were eating dinner. Those are fun. I think I realized how much texture plays a role in my enjoyment of food. I would hope so. Like, have you ever had a crunchy foie gras? That sounds that sounds questionable. Texture, baby. It's important. Also, like honestly, the the, the texture of foie gras in and of itself. Just thinking about it kind of actually makes me gag a little bit, but <laughs> okay. That's yeah. Fine. Have you ever had an, Have you ever enjoyed the experience of foie gras in your mouth, regardless of what <laughs> no. it's supposed to be I'm, like? I'm gonna be honest, Phil. I maybe did not like it. The time Dude, it sucks. It. It's the worst. I hate that stuff. And and I think that's why I have a problem with soup as an entree because there's no like toothiness usually there's no there's nothing like necessarily crunchy in it there's like a lack of satisfaction i can totally get behind soup as like a side to it just leaves a lot to be desired it does there's a lot to be desired yeah especially when like you you're making your soup and you're feeling pretty good about it and then you realize you didn't deglaze the pan very well or the pot rather and then it burns yeah okay yeah yeah yes well that definitely ruins the taste of the soup when the whole entire soup has burned to the point that it's entirely black on the bottom of the pan. I think you have more issues when you do that than just the lack of texture. But maybe you spend all that time making it, you don't enjoy it, then you got to clean the sucker. Yeah, so we, funnily, that's not a word. That's not a word. We oddly... It is tonight. We oddly enough had an experience not too far removed from that recently. I don't think it was actually soup, but cleaning, you know, the black stuff off the bottom of a pan. Okay. Do you have any go-tos, first of all, Phil? Like on how to clean them? Sure. Yeah. Or soups. What are we talking about? Both. No, okay. no, how to clean them because we so already end. established that soups are kind of eh. I don't typically use, well, let me think about this. Kosher salt is my go-to. If I had a go-to, I would say using kosher salt and then scrubbing it with my fingers. Like I usually just get my whole hand in there. Yeah. Okay. And I'll use that to get, but, yeah. that, but that's, that's following a soak. Usually yes. soak first, kosher salt second, yeah. never soap. Yeah. I, th- I think we're pretty much along the same lines as that, but we had a particularly stubborn black layer on the bottom of one of our pans, our absolutely favorite saucepan. And yes, the, the salt trick usually does work pretty well. And I actually really do like, honestly, I kind of like Barkeeper's Friend. I feel like it works really, really well. My wife says it has chemicals and stuff, but it's kind of the same idea, (laughs) something like super abrasive. I like chemicals, Phil. They make things easier. But this was a, a, a very like stubborn black coating of, I don't know what it was, but it was there and it was not coming off. And so we kind of went down the list of all of the different options that you should try and really kind of, I think, landed on one or two that seemed to work better than the rest. Foie gras? Yes. And that's the end of the episode. Okay. (laughs) So one thing that a lot of these had in common was baking soda, actually, as some type of ingredient. So some of them had like boiling water and vinegar, and then you throw baking soda in as if the bubbly reaction, you know, like our childhood volcano experiments yeah like that, that type of thing that, the best. that's supposed to like lift the food that doesn't really work uh i think i we, we saw and tried one that used dryer sheets like you boiled what? a dryer sheet i don't know that was ridiculous it didn't work dishwasher tablets like scrubbing with not not necessarily the gel packs but like the hard tablets yeah that didn't really work there's was, there's was one with boiled lemons and oh, i'm pretty sure that one had baking soda as well i don't know if it was like going for a reaction between the baking soda and the 
pass and then the lemons. That seemed to work okay. But the one that really actually did work fairly well, better than the rest, also involved baking soda. Putting a few tablespoons of baking soda in your pan, kind of the middle of your pan, throwing some water in it and, and heating it a little bit, and then taking a crumpled up ball of aluminum foil to then Whoa. scrub with. And I don't know, I don't know what's going on. If it's purely just the texture of the baking soda combined with the aluminum foil, and that just gives you a, a little better scrubbing action. You know, all of these methods did require a little bit of elbow grease, but that one seemed to shine above the rest, rise above the rest and shine like so a ball of aluminum foil should. Does it scratch the pan? No, actually it didn't seem to. Uh, it really seemed to clean it super, super well and looked better than before, honestly. I am curious as to how this stacks up against Barkeeper's Friend though. So is it like an actual chemical reaction that's being... I don't know. Like... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I'm curious hmm. about. I don't know if it's just the mechanical action of the aluminum foil with the grittiness of baking soda, or if there is a little bit more of a reaction. I wouldn't be surprised if there's something else going on because of the aluminum foil, but it worked really well. Interesting. The next time my wife unwraps a little stick of gum, I'm going to say, hey, don't throw that wrapper away. I need to go clean some pans. Okay. Let me know how that goes for you, Phil. Oh. <laughs> 